everyone. Welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. You are listening to Nadine Newkirk and I'm both a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about validation and this is both validation of other people and self-validation as well. Before I start going into the content, just a reminder that if you're enjoying listening to these episodes, don't forget to follow on your favorite um, podcasting streaming site or do a star review or a written review. That That's super helpful. It'll, one, keep it um, popping up in your feed so you don't forget um, for any new episodes which come out weekly. And it also helps show visibility so we can spread this podcast around and grow it over time. So starting with validation, this maybe is a term, it's a bit of a buzzword like mindfulness. You might've heard it before, but usually when I get people to say like, what does validation mean? It's quite hard to articulate. What is validation? So it's the ability to feel like your inner world is understood, that you as a person are understood. So that your feelings, thoughts, actions, emotions, that they make sense, that they are valid and worthy of time and attention. And so we can validate ourselves and we can also validate other people, showing them that they're, we might not be able to exactly think exactly what they're thinking because our brains are different. We might never be able to truly feel the exact emotions they're feeling because, again, I just can't jump into someone else's body but I can show them through nonverbal, verbal behavior, through my actions, that it makes sense that, you know, their inner world is valid. And this is really important. This is something we need for life. You know, it's something that as a five-year-old, they need it. If you're 99 years old, we need it. It's like drinking water, eating food. This is really valuable. And this is an amazing skill to have both for yourself or to give to other people. Um, and sometimes it can seem quite simple, but the power of it is quite profound. If you think about it, as humans, as billions of us on the planet, it can be quite lonely kind of having all these inner experiences, all these sudden kind of physical sensations or, you know, they say we have like 80,000 thoughts a day and if we go around and feel like no one understands us, you know, that we're kind of like alien to everyone else, that I'm over the top or it doesn't make sense, that's really scary. That's really isolating. And to be able to feel validated is incredibly beneficial. What does invalidation look like? So that is where there's a communication that you, your experience, your emotions, thoughts, feelings are either an overreaction or maybe there's some judgmental language like they're stupid or, you know, don't make sense, that they're not worthy of time or respect. So you can see that if you're getting chronic invalidation, of course, that would be like drinking little bits of poison every day, incredibly harmful for a sense of self and confidence. Um, if you grow up in an environment that's chronically invalidating, that can lead to a limited sense of self. If you want to learn more about that, you can listen to my episode from last week. So what does validation help with? 
it can help to regulate emotions. So validation in its core is not judging or dismissing, but really acknowledging emotions. And if you can self-validate, you can acknowledge your emotions, identify your needs, and get more satisfaction in life and relationships and dating. And it can also help emotions um, not get so intense because they're not being listened to, and then it's you know really intense, overwhelming emotions that keep going, going, going. But if you can validate, it helps emotion just it'll still be there, but it'll do its natural wave, its natural curve, and come down the other end. Validation helps build that sense of self, and it is also as vital to strengthening relationships, not only with yourself but with other people. So if you can validate others, and this is everyone, work colleagues, um, family, friends, strangers, if we validate, it actually helps reduce conflict and misunderstandings. It helps other people feel like they're taken seriously. It also helps them feel more understood and generally people like you more. (laughs) So it helps facilitate kind of strengthening and building healthy relationships as well. An important thing to know is that validation doesn't mean that we have to 100% agree (laughs) or feel the same as someone else. Um, It doesn't mean we have to also like certain emotions that might come up for us, painful ones or difficult thoughts. But what it doesn't do is just try and dismiss dismiss it, but then it doesn't work. You're either trying to bury them, but then they pop up at unexpected times or, you know, it gets really loud and loud and loud and then you get emotion dysregulation. So I'm going to go through from DBT, Dialectical Behaviour Therapy, some steps about how you can validate other people. And this can be really helpful going into dating or in a relationship. And then I'll go into steps for self-validation. So the first one, how to validate others. Actively listen. So this is truly being present with what the other person is saying and doing. So this is making eye contact, staying focused. Your mind might get distracted when they're talking, but bringing it back, um, you know, listening to the words that they're saying. And then be mindful of your verbal and nonverbal reactions. So invalidation might happen if someone's telling you, You know, they're like, I feel really scared and I don't, you know, I don't want to go to this new job. And maybe you sigh and roll your eyes. That's invalidation. That's telling them your emotions stupid. It doesn't make sense. You're being over the top. So what you want to do is communicate, you know, with kind of nodding or, you know, appropriate kind of reciprocal response. If someone's crying, maybe have a look of concern on your face really showing them that you're present with whatever is going on for them. And then you can look for, see if you can observe what feeling someone might be having, knowing that you, it's always an assumption because you're never in that person's body. But if there's tears coming out, they've got you know, a sad look on their face, you can assume maybe that they're feeling sad. And you might put a word to describe that feeling and reflect it back to them with non-judgmental kind of neutral language. So, you know, I can see that you feel really sad about that. Um, I can hear that makes you really angry. Um, 
you can reflect back not only the emotion, but also the thoughts. If someone's kind of coming to you with thousands of worry thoughts, you can say, I can hear that, you know, you've got a lot of worry or concern about this. And sometimes you might not get it correctly, right? But if you're doing it in a kind, compassionate way, then they can jump in and say, oh, no, I'm actually, I'm not feeling anxious. I'm actually feeling nervous excitement or You know, I'm not feeling frustrated. I'm feeling really angry. (laughs) And they can let you know. Um, And when you validate, you want to validate the valid. So if someone's coming to you and they're saying, you know, I got really angry and I shouted, you know, abuse at my best friend, you don't want to be saying like, yeah, you know, that's great that you shouted at your best friend. That's not what we want to be saying. But you can validate the emotion behind it. So I can hear that you're feeling really distressed that that situation happened. You know, that sounds really stressful. That sounds awful. Um, you know, maybe you give that person a hug. You know, maybe you ask them, what do you, what do you need from me for right now? You know, do you want support? Do you want me to help problem solve? That can be really helpful to help someone feel understood. Okay, moving on to validating others. Uh, Sorry, validating yourself. So what can you do? It's some similar steps to how you'd validate someone else. So the first one is actively listen and pay attention to yourself. So be mindful of what sensations do I have in my body? Is there certain you know, tightness, heaviness, lightness. Notice the types of thoughts that are going through your head or observing your actions. And then you might be able to put a description on them, but again, using that neutral, non-judgmental language. You know, instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so lazy, I've just stayed on the couch all afternoon, I'm always binge-watching TV. You might more accurately label the behavior. So I can see I'm feeling fatigued and I've watched four episodes of this TV show. I'm finding it hard to get the motivation to get up. And you then might give a statement that acknowledges that emotion, that you understand it. You know, it's really hard when I can see tasks I want to do and I'm finding it hard to get that initiative. You know, this is distressing to me. I can see I feel scared. I can see I'm angry, labeling what's going on. And you can label behaviors, emotions, thoughts. Then try and acknowledge how that emotion might make sense in this situation. And you might not always know the exact puzzle pieces. So sometimes you might just say, this is a confusing action and it doesn't make sense to me right now. That's okay. Other times you might link it back to something else. So it might be looking at, okay, I've been feeling burnt out for the last three months. And that's why it's really hard on weekends to get up and do anything else. That, you know, I'm feeling really stuck in my job or whatever's going on. Maybe you find it really hard to assert yourself in dating situations You've been meaning to get your opinion taken seriously with someone you're dating, but then you chicken out at the last minute. Oh, chicken out, that was a judgmental language. (laughs) Then you 
um, you know, got anxious or scared and didn't do it in the moment. So you might be able to link that to your past experiences. Like maybe in the past in your family, if you spoke up, you know, you were ridiculed or minimized or dismissed. So it wasn't really helpful to share your opinion. And that makes sense then why it actually becomes scary to do it later in life. Make sure that you don't judge your inner experience. And then also try and be skillful, try and be effective. So once you've noticed the emotion, you've validated, then you can look at, okay, do I need to turn to some assertiveness skills? Or do I need to turn to some skills to help calm me down when I'm feeling angry? You know, really coming back to a toolbox or building one up if you don't have it there. All right. Knowing that this can take a bit of practice and also it's really common to sometimes unintentionally invalidate. You know, if a friend says um, that they're really worried that they didn't do well in the interview and you say, ah, you know, don't be silly. I'm sure you did really well. (laughs) The intention there is kindness. But what you're really telling that person is don't feel scared, nervous right now. Just feel calm. <laughs> you just skip ahead of that. Don't worry about it. But it, it's not that simple. If you tell someone just don't worry, it actually doesn't help the emotion. It actually can, you know, leave you feeling more alone. So really in that situation, what you want to hear is it's so hard waiting for that outcome of an interview. You know, I really I understand that you could feel that way. Okay, everyone, so validation is all about practice. So see, maybe if you can practice it on others, practice it on yourself. And also know that when you do validation with others, it means that they're more likely to feel heard and understood. And then if you have a suggestion or you want to do some problem solving or you want to give some feedback or maybe you want to assert yourself, they're going to be in a better position to hear what you have to say, to be able to take that in. I hope you have a lovely day or night wherever you are. You're listening to The Psychology of Dating.